What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to a special live edition of Smack Talk, presented by SmackoutMoment.com. This is the WWE NXT TakeOver Dallas pay-per-view post-show. We're going to be recapping our thoughts on the event, giving our opinions about what just transpired, lots of interesting things that went down on this special event. But before we get started, let me introduce you the panel that's going to be talking tonight. I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the call is Drew White. Hey, 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 Tony panel. Mike Payton. Beefcake! Beefcake! Steven Wago. Yeah. And newcomer to the podcast, Dane Quinn. What's going on, guys? <laughs> and Yoda, apparently. <laughs> We're also going to be checking what you guys have to say in the live chat on Mixler. Got a couple different people that are waiting right now. Uh, ben Guest, we got Crichton on there. We had a guest that just popped in and popped right out, so I can't read what your name was. Sorry about that. But so if you guys... Not there any more than they've... They're a Ben guest. Get it? Uh, I get it. Okay, I was stretching. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I the equivalent of the blood being stopped in a match. <laughs> so, if anything stands out, we're going to be uh, mentioning what you guys say in that chat. And uh, let's just go right into this with the uh, start of the whole pay per view, which was the NXT Tag Team Championship. The Revival dropped those belts to American Alpha. And a lot of us were rooting for American Alpha, and some of us are pro-Revival. I'm not one of them. But uh, I got to admit, Revival did a good job here. I think that this had a really good uh, chemistry between these two teams. I liked it quite a bit, and uh, I think overall our opinions were pretty much the same. But, Drew, I'm going to start off with you. Uh, you missed this match, right? No. Nope, or were you nope. able to catch up? I, I I caught up all the way. I only I only skipped parts of the Aries Baron Corbin match, but no, I watched this whole match. Uh, I thought it was amazing. It's it's definitely the best tag match I've seen in the WWE either on the main roster or NXT this year. It was just amazing. It's it's funny the amount of roll up combinations that they were able to pull out <laughs> yeah, out in this match. They did some ridiculous spots, and I I really enjoyed it. Though I will say the one part where. Uh, I, I don't know what the move's called, but uh, the re the revival fucked up the move to an extent, and the whole crowd got on to them on the way. Eh, I wasn't a big fan of that, but overall, I really enjoyed the match. It was definitely an amazing start. Well, let's talk about that botch, because there's always going to be like some little mistakes here and there or whatever. That one was a glaring one, though, that got the fans to ch chant botchamania. Peyton, from your perspective, you thought that it was Gable that fucked up, right? Yeah, it was because Gable didn't pull up his full weight up into the top. He sandbagged sort of him. stopped. Yeah, I wouldn't say sandbagged him, but I think he was expecting just to go straight into a normal power bomb. He, I don't think he realized he was supposed to go all the way up and set there for a little bit. Because hmm. when I first knows? when I first saw it, I thought that it was uh, Dawson like overshot or something, and then you know I didn't really go back to like study it five times in a row or anything like that. But that could definitely be the case, and it was awkward, but. They picked up the pace afterward. It was fine, you know. Yeah, I think it was Roman Reigns' fault. <laughs> oh, it must I mean, have been. It, it's such a small thing that if someone was judging the whole match based on that, it would be so ridiculously yeah. petty. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, there's going to be people that'll do that, though. People will be like, oh, that move got one uh, one botch in this whole thing. Bad tag champs. No. Yeah, well, let's have someone go to where everyone else works and have them judge them so critically. <laughs> <laughs> Still think that that would be a great web series. Just internet wrestling fans going to other jobs. And complaining about the same things, like the presentation of a plate at Olive Garden, just <laughs> pitching and complaining. That parsley's a little bit too much on that side. No, but the oregano is being buried. 
It's being buried underneath these mashed potatoes. You you want to know what the bigger botch is out of this match? Ronaldo fucked up saying that Jordan was going to they would retain a title after a pinfall. I noticed that Ronaldo. more than Oh, here comes Drew criticizing someone else's small mistake. No, Even though Ronaldo Drew, wasn't on commentary. I, Perfect I, Drew McBigballs. I will say I noticed that more than the actual fuck up in the match. So I thought that was funny that, you know, not many people would catch that, but really unless you were really paying attention to that match and if you really cared about that spot i i, I really want to pawn it off as anything too brutal i i definitely didn't think it was worth the botchamania chant no i mean we've had worse things that have yeah. been you know overlooked a little bit now, dane you were able to catch up to this or were you uh not yeah, able to... i actually wasn't able to see this match um the american alpha is this like with the, all the rumors going on about possibly like redoing like a team angle thing because they remind me of like Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas I don't think there's any rumors to it I think people are looking at it and they're just kind of having flashbacks of the world's greatest tag team and they think that it's going to be kind of like when the New Day started and everybody was like oh my god New Nation of Domination like oh yeah <laughs> which I mean they still could have off into that but that I actually don't get the out. comparisons to Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas I mean other than the there's a black guy and a white guy in a singlet is that really that a strong enough comparison to me it's like the whole steiner brothers thing like well it's also because they're they're very like collegiate wrestling yeah. style guys that, that's they're what much more exciting and have a lot more personality than the fucking world's greatest tank team ever well i think they stick mm-hmm. out a lot more because everything else is a lot more bland better theme yeah. music too i want oh, to, wow. i want to start i want to start watching uh takeover and uh mike i got a new debit card so wwe sent me an email i was like Yo, your uh, your account has been you know stopped or whatever, and uh, I had to like go. Could have worded that better. <laughs> the email says or whatever. Yeah, I had to go. I had to go and redo like my with my new debit card. That's why I was unable to watch this match and others. What was the first match you were able to see on the card? I, of course, because. I got a lot of bunch. Of, I got a bunch of text messages saying, "Oh, did you see Zane? Did you see that match? Oh man!" And then when I turned it on, it was him waving to the crowd, <laughs> like drenched in sweat. Like I was like, "Wow, I guess I missed like the best match in the history of you, gun." Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to definitely go back and check that out. And this match too, because this was a really good match. Wago, you were high on this match uh, to start off the show, right? Yeah, I was high on this <laughs> match. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of the Revivals, and I think they've got tag team wrestling down as best you can have it. This was just a fun out match, just a very fun match. Even if you weren't invested in the teams, you could enjoy the wrestling. Uh, the botch really didn't take me out of this. In fact, I'd look down and look back up. I was like, why are they chanting Botchamania? I did the same thing at first. I had to go back and uh, do that rewind function, but which I usually forget about, but... Personally, if it was up to me, I would have had the revival win, but that's just because I mark of the team. I nothing bad to say about this great opening match. One thing that you should say about it is, yeah. <laughs> no. Theme song doesn't fit them at all. It's so oh different. come on, it's fucking sweet. It's so good, but it's like it. Does, I can't picture those two coming out to that. It's ridiculous. You don't need to picture them coming out to that. They come out to it. <laughs> I really just think Tony He's just hates on them for the sake. Yeah, of he does have me. <laughs> I don't know, I just figure, like, two tougher-looking dudes should come out to that theme and not, like, these, uh, I don't know what you would call them, but I do think it's funny. Uh, Ben Guest in the, uh, 
chat, he says, the fact that this is the fourth best match of the night really doesn't give it the credit it deserves, and that's a good way to look at it, because there were some better matches, I think, but it was still, like, if this would have been the best match of the night, it would have been like, man, that was a good match. Like, that's not saying that this was in any way a bad match at all. I, it's just touting out the uh, other matches were even better. I, I really say saying it was the fourth best of the match, not b- best match of the night. That's really insulting in a way. I thought it was on par with some of the other matches. Definitely not the best match, but I c- you could easily swap that in as the second batch ma- best match out of the three other matches. That is a match of the year quality. Brian the Brain popping up in the chat. What's up, Brian? Uh, so we're all on board. Thumbs up when it comes to this. Is anybody got any kind of like uh, forecasting going on in their brain right now that they know who the next tag champs are going to be? I can't think of a damn tag team other than the bullet club maybe how about the revival they can trade those belts they could but i'm not seeing that coming maybe the uh, ascension can go down and win the titles well you, again well you, <laughs> couldn't, well you <laughs> couldn't see them with that theme and they still had it honestly true. they could do something weird as in yeah it, i'm gonna tell you it'll probably be this some random tag team that we never saw coming because that's yeah. what they do they put on a team that's popular and then out of nowhere like fucking uh, Blake and Murphy, or fucking <laughs> when Dash when and Dawson win it some random week. I'm quite honest, when Aiden English and Simon Gotch won it, it was kind of weird. I mean, people were hot on them at the time, and, and, I, and everyone was perfectly fine with them winning. I could see it being two people that aren't even a tag team right now. Just honestly, like, you know, they, they kind of like toss two singles people together, like Baron Corbin and uh, I don't think so. Either. NXT's a little better about that. They are, but they still do throw people together every once in a while. I mean, look at who won that NXT's uh, the tournament that they had, the Dusty yeah, but Rose that tournament. Was, that was a tournament as much. It wasn't about the tag team gold. They didn't have to worry about the implications of it. I tell you, a tag team that it's not going to be, Enzo and Cass. <laughs> I don't know, Tony. I think they got a shot. <laughs> Never is those people. Uh, that takes us into the second match of the night, which was Austin Aries versus Baron Corbin. First match that Aries is having in WWE. And he comes out victorious. He gets a pinfall victory with a roll-up that kind of happened out of nowhere a little bit. Sort of one of those, like, he's getting his ass kicked and he gets lucky with a roll-up kind of things. Which, you know, in the grand scheme of things, this wasn't as good as I was hoping that it would be, but I liked it. And I liked how it ended, too, because it showed that he was outmatched, but he was still the smarter guy, and he was able to get a victory over Baron Corbin in a way that doesn't make Corbin look weak. And he looked pretty strong here. I liked it. Uh, Drew, your thoughts on Corbin and Aries? I enjoyed it. I will. I will say I only got seven or eight minutes into the match. I knew I would not catch up if I didn't skip parts of it, and also it doesn't help that I accidentally saw how the match ended on Twitter. So as soon as I saw that, I was just like, "Eh, I could probably skip the rest of this match and won't miss anything." So I just looked up what the uh, this match play by play on some website. So, I, like I said, it wasn't anything spectacular. It wasn't anything amazing, but. It's a solid mid-card match on a very awesome show, so really nothing to complain about. I will say I'm a little upset Baron Corbin didn't pick up the win, but uh, I'm glad they're giving Austin Aries a, sh- a chance to really stand <laughs> out and uh, show that he is a quality wrestler to be on this uh, roster. Did I just hear you almost say he's got a shot and then decide to go a different route because you didn't want to say he's- that they gave him a shot? <laughs> eh, I don't know. Possibly. I'm tired. <laughs> Well, I don't think it's a bad thing. Is Baron Corbin ever going to make the main roster? Yeah, like give him a forever. 
a year or so. I don't think so. he's actually ready for that. I think he's still developing his skills. He's improved significantly than he like from his previous performances, but he's still got some fine tuning to do. Yeah, this isn't the guy who was on the Indies for a dozen years. This is a guy who just transitioned over from football. So he's going to take know some how time. young or old he is. He, he's he looks a lot older because of his thinning hairline, but he's not that old. Yeah, he's only 31 years old, which really compared to Finn Balor, Sami yeah. Zayn, and a few other people on the roster, he's pretty young. He definitely could be down there for another year before they need to call him up. Ben suggested in the chat that he's going to flop if he goes on the main roster right now. I agree. Uh, he Like Wago said, he has... Some different things he still needs to work on a little bit. Like, there was a part in the match, the most awkward part, I thought, of the whole thing was he's kind of just holding Austin Aries' hand. And you know that he's supposed to be holding him from, like, doing an, uh, an arm lock or something of the sort. And he's just kind of standing there, and it just... Yeah, it was meant like... to be kind of working the wrist, but it just looked really awkward. Yeah, it looked and like he... they were buddies at, like, a class trip, and he had to hold his hand together. And he's like... working a lot better as a big guy. Before, he's the type of guy that would get beaten up in the corner and not move around, and it just seemed awkward. He's, he's getting the basics down now, mm-hmm. but he's still not, like, throwing any punches or kicks with any force. It'd be weird. He'd hit our Ares, but Ares, uh, when Ares hit him, it looked a lot harder. So, but he's getting there. He's drastically improved since the guy that was just squashing people in thirty seconds. They said this was the first match for Austin Aries on NXT. I think it was, wasn't it? Because he was supposed it was to the first TV match. I believe he did some house show matches. Oh, that's true. He might have done that. The, uh, band night to debut with that Nakamura guy debuting. <laughs> yeah, being overshadowed so much. Everybody's gonna be talking about that, and then it's gonna be like, oh yeah, Austin Aries was on this card. But I think it's all right. I mean, Aries is the type of guy that he's going to kind of fill in that spot that Sami Zayn was a little bit. Not exactly the same. He's not the same character or anything, but he'll get his due. And well, I didn't watch the match, but just him winning by a roll-up doesn't make him look strong. It just nah. makes him look like, oh, he's an underdog and just happened to get one by on Baron Corbin. Which I think the reason why they did that is because Corbin needs it more. Like... Aries has the crowd already, you know, they already are familiar with him, and Corbin, he's kind of, he still needs to prove himself a little bit, so having him look strong, but come out losing, it's kind of win-win. Yeah, you can totally tell the difference in the crowd compared to, like, a Raw or a SmackDown. I mean, obviously, it's a big, not pay-per-view, but, like, a special event for NXT, but you can tell the fans a lot. It's a different type of fan watching NXT compared to, like, a Raw or SmackDown. Plus, we have the WrestleMania crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So that, I mean, we should be looking forward to a good crowd for WrestleMania and a good crowd for Raw. So that would be interesting. Uh, third match on the card was the one that pretty much everybody is going to be, you know, uh, touting as, like, the best match of the night. And uh, for some people, best match of the year, Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, Peyton, I know that you were saying this is in your top three match of the year for not just WWE, but multiple different companies talk a little bit about what i said my top three none of those were wwe matches unless you count nxt and w which i do but i I don't count wwe as far as looking at there there are different levels there's no wwe main roster matches no my top three and in no particular order at this point because the year's not over yet still but this match is in there uh and nakamura and aj styles from wrestle kingdom and Lucha, Lucha Underground, Aztec Warfare 2. And Nakamura was in two or three of those matches. So this guy is kicking ass this year. 
and he's not too young either. I mean, he's not too old. He's still got years ahead of him, but it's not like he's a spring chicken. But he's just got a, such a bright future ahead of him. I am so stoked. You could tell when he was making his way out to the ring, even Sami Zayn just had this giddy smile. It's like, oh, man, Nakamura's here. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm totally going to lose. <laughs> Hayden, did you see uh, the match on New Japan Pro Wrestling? I think JR was announcing, which caught my eye or my ears. Uh, I can't remember the two guys. One guy was from Ring of Honor. Oh, okay, that one match. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can't think of their names. It was some uh, Japanese guy and then a guy from... Yeah, 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 the two Japanese guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but JR, I was asking because you said top three. Because JR was like, I'll always remember that I was here for this match. And I was thinking like, oh, this must be a top three match for Peter. Well, he yeah, says that about almost every match. I'm pretty sure every Raw that I've watched him I think you said, I I think you said about that about Kurt Angle of Mysterio from your fight the other night. <laughs> yeah, he says that about almost every, on every Raw that he's ever commentated. Molina versus Alicia Fox. I will never forget the day. <laughs> he was like, yeah, because he was like, I think it's the, the an other announcer was Joss. He was like, Joss, we'll always remember where we were when we seen this match. Was Josh like, Matthews was commentating New Japan. It was Josh something. I don't know if it was Josh Matthews. I just heard him say Josh. Mm. Was that from this year? It was on today. It was on today. So. Oh, today. It might be a rerun. I mean, I don't watch New mm. Japan Pro Wrestling. So. Well, JR was uh, in the crowd today. I was a little bit shocked for that. It was uh, JR, Michelle Beadle, Bobby Roode popped up in the crowd. So that's interesting. That kind of. Seals the deal a little bit of where he's going to be going. I don't think that they'll be popping him up in NXT's crowd and then he just shows up at WrestleMania. And then <laughs> it's a very subtle introduction. Just like, all right, and uh, here's Bobby Roode. All right, and on to the next match. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, who was the yeah, other guy that just fucking just beadbooking the camera and it's like, oh shit, it's Bobby Roode. All right. Then the crowd kind of went like, is that a, oh shit, hey, Bobby Roode. <laughs> I didn't know if they were booing or saying rude at first. Well, it's a lot better than what Borash would have done, which would have been just Roo. Who I mean, was the Kota Ibushi? Borash. Kota Ibushi. Yeah, I'm not familiar with him at all. Does anybody Kenny know? Kenny Omega versus him. Just watch it. It's fucking great. Was that from Russell Kingdom or was that just another show? Because I missed a little part of that. I watched it on YouTube. I don't actually remember who Omega fought at Russell Kingdom. It might have been him. If it was oh, wait, no. The... Wasn't he fighting the dude that looked like uh, Anderson? I think he thought um, was fighting for the junior heavyweight, so it might have been uh, Bushi. I'm not sure. Didn't Bushi have a big match at last year's Wrestle Kingdom too? Didn't he fight Nakamura? Uh, sure. Didn't you fight? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny that they gave him a little credit on the screen, but not Funaki. It was like <laughs> Michelle Beadle and Jim Ross and Kota Ibushi. All right, let's cut away. <laughs> By the way, fuck WWE for like, like making amends with that stupid bitch. What Michelle Beadle? Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> Why? Why? I mean, you mean after she fucking basically shit like shit all over the company for supporting yeah, Mayweather? Like, I'm never watching the WWE again. Well, I'm not too upset about it just because they're trying to promote it on SportsCenter and on ESPN now. That's the only reason why they probably showed her on there. Coach was the mediator. There's the, oh, whole, yeah. there's the whole Floyd Mayweather thing. I'm not hearing a good defense why Michelle Beadle shouldn't go fuck herself. Well, there you wasn't know, there okay, issue... you know how it's the fuck that guy club? It's not exclusive, like, for women to be inducted, right? <laughs> That's true. The show is whack on, on ESPN anyway. The only thing I've ever seen her do is uh, an interview with Brock Lesnar, and it was pretty awkward. 
but nah, she is what she is. I don't really oh. care. Jim Ross actually looking kind of healthy. Happy about that. We could put Michelle Beadle into the fuck that bird wing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think Sean has to be the inductees or the inductor into that. Know what I'm saying? Let's get back to Zayn versus Nakamura. Wago, what were your thoughts on this match? Hated it, right? I didn't have any thoughts of it then. The fuck? That was amazing. I mean, well, I know you were super into the entrance. I know, fucking hell, that was that was awesome. I don't like. I don't know how to right put now. it into words. It's just I've just got one big ass smile. It was weird. It was Nakamura, and the fans made it. Like you could have done this in the wrong arena, and it could have sucked. So hats off to it, the WrestleMania crowd that went out. There just <laughs> it would be terrible it. if he came out in the wrong arena. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're introducing Nakamura, and he's just popping up did, at like. If that would be very that, Nakamura. <laughs> if he did that in an empty arena, and the only person that was, that was there was a janitor, the janitor would mark out. <laughs> they played like an April Fool's joke out of like because he's boring. They just gave him wrong direction. <laughs> the April Fool's joke has been like weeks and weeks in advance. He actually doesn't have a contract in WWE. <laughs> sent him to a TNA event or something. <laughs> ha, you're not going to get paid because it's TNA. <laughs> it's so funny, though, that like we've got like Samoa Joe, we got Austin Aries, we got uh, James Storm popped up for a hot minute, Bobby Roode shows up, Eric Young's possibly showing up, and everybody just kind of goes, like, oh, man, these guys are awesome in NXT. And then they come back to TNA or whatever, and people are like, ugh, they're coming back to TNA. <laughs> It's such a great way to hate TNA. How is TNA still on television? Fuck if I know. They barely are. It's so brutal. Didn't they just announce some kind of like new partnership with like another distribution company? They still on Destination Uh, America? Nah, they dropped that like a. They're on like Pop TV. Yeah, they're on Pop TV, which used to be the TV Guide channel. (laughs) Terrible. Uh, I think they're doing like some Roku thing now, which is like, uh, that's disgusting. you know, really stepping on, up in the world. On the guy, they should have it air, and then the TV guide still scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's on Roku, I think uh, Peyton might be the only one who could use that to his advantage. What, Roku? I wouldn't yeah. say I could use it to my advantage. <laughs> <laughs> he has a Roku TV. That's why I thought it would be funny. Uh, but that's a good point. I feel sorry for you. Yeah, I'm going to watch TNA. That's what I'm going to use my smart TV for. <laughs> kind of defeats the purpose of it being smart. That's a dumb TV. So smart Drew, TV. your thoughts on uh, Zayn Nakamura? Were you rooting for one guy in particular? No, not really. I was just hoping that they'd go out there, have a fantastic match, and give me a reason I like Nakamura more than Atami. And they did just that. That was pretty fucking incredible. There's there's way too much that we could talk about this match. We could break it down move by move if we wanted to, because almost everything was fantastic. I have nothing to complain about. Um, what like Payne said, this is definitely up there for match of the year for the rest of the year. It's gonna be hard for anyone else to really match the intensity and just the moves that they did in this match. A great story told, and really, I, I tried to avoid our Facebook conversation just so I could focus on this match, and I and I'm really glad I did because that was spectacular. So we got a voicemail. I believe it's in regards to this match. Go for it. So this would be an appropriate time. This comes from Crichton. So let's hear what Crichton's got to say. God, the best, the best, best I've ever witnessed. I'm so excited about this. It was great. It was more God 
and the same with any W event the last year. Here's from Greece, guys. This is true from speaking. Yeah. Right, I call. agree. <laughs> I agree. Everything with that you just said, it was perfect. Yeah, that was well said. Creighton uh, said earlier that he was apologizing for the audio quality for that. Do me a favor, write down in the chat what you were saying in there, because all I heard was the best and I think the Street Fighter 2 music in the background. Oh, that was, that was Nakamura's music. Yeah. Oh, that was that? Yeah. yeah. I thought he was, like, going to fight Balrog. <laughs> Maybe he was. <laughs> Nakamura versus Balrog, booking at the next takeover. My money's on Nakamura. Uh, this was a great way to introduce somebody into the NXT roster and WWE in general, for those who aren't really familiar with them. I saw basically only one match in Nakamura's, so this was a good means for me to actually get a little bit more acquainted with his moveset and stuff. But it was also a good way for them to usher Sami Zayn out of the mix. And he had a nice little send-off at the end, you know, people clapping for him. He's got his music playing despite how he lost and whatever. And, um... I can't remember who it was. I think it was Wago said uh, that he was feeling a little sad because it's kind of the end of another era for NXT. But I think this is as good of a sign as any that despite that being like, yeah, it's the end of something and we're not going to really see that anymore. That just means that that's going to upgrade the main roster. And we got this flood of this new talent coming in NXT. Like there's nothing to worry about at all. Right, Wago? By no means was I... um upset that like worried that the nxt roster was going to suffer but it's just we've had Sami Zayn pretty much be the face of nxt for so goddamn long and had so many awesome matches and i think payton said that pretty much everybody's graduated from that original class and the nxt's definitely got a bright future but it's just kind of sad to let it go well, who else would you guys constitute as being that original class? Neville's one of them, for sure. Kevin Owens. Neville, Kevin... No, Kevin Owens, I would say, is later. Nah. Uh, Bo, Bo Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, Bo, Bo Dallas. Dallas yeah. Tyson Kidd. Paige. Emma. Cesaro, to a degree. I, I mean, if we say the first class, I think we should go all the way back to season one of NXT. Uh, when it was the no. ECW no, knockoff thing? Uh, yeah, I know. That. I know. Joke was there. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was lame. Yeah, I know. No, I'm Cut. saying, like... From the Arrival special, really. Mm -hmm. You know, it's something amazing that the NXT brand wasn't completely tarnished from that last season when they were doing that weird shtick. It was the uh, Redemption season, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, it went on for like two fucking years, and it was just utter garbage. I'm not in favor of anything that gives Titus O'Neil television time. (laughs) Oh, so you're happy with the uh, suspension? (laughs) Very. Poor guy, man. It's like there were so many injuries and stuff, and they really could have used another person in that Battle Royal, and... He just picks the worst fucking time. You know what would be awesome? What if he just he was in the crowd at some point and the camera just showed, pointed to him and it's like, what the fuck? What is he doing here? <laughs> he jumps the barricade and wins the Battle Royal. Exactly. If, I was, if I was Triple H, because I know how, like, I can get away with anything, I'd totally just shove Vince the next time I'm on top of the stage. <laughs> uh, actually, now that you say that, I would be 100% happy if Titus O'Neil did that on Sunday. Just, just hop the rail and win the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yo, how great would it be if... Wait, does his suspension end at WrestleMania or afterward? I don't know. Wasn't it like 60 days or something like something along those lines? I assume it's afterward, but how great would it be if he does pop up on Monday Night Raw and there was some kind of like backstage segment where Shane McMahon's kicking Vince McMahon out and fucking Titus just pops up and starts beating the crap out of Vince. <laughs> 
It's like, oh shit, this is not planned. What the hell? So, so Peyton, I have a question for you in particular. I, I know you were the one who was the most adamant about that. Uh, <laughs> the most what? I don't know. Just adamant. At vitamins, guys, come on. But the most vitamin of <laughs> at NXT Brooklyn, you were really high on the Sasha Banks Bailey match, obviously. Which one is your favorite out of the two? That one or this one? I know this one's more recent, so the bias is there, but I mean I maintain that Sasha Banks versus Bailey is the greatest women's match of all time. This one blew down the water. Yeah, this was way, way better than that match. I mean, it, it listen, I, I don't want to come off as a sexist pig, but the men are, are just better out there. They just are. And you know what it is? It's it's a weight thing more than anything. Like they can have so much more speed, they could have so much more impact. It 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 just is better for that. And the women can still have a kick ass match and tell a great story and all like that. But man, the the shots you were seeing in this match, even Asuka can't put shots out like these guys. There's were. a there was definitely a violence and brutality factor to that match that can't be replicated by anything that isn't the Japanese style of wrestling. And hats off to Zane for like holding his own. What was the move that Peyton you said, uh holy shit, Zane, don't kill him in his first match? It almost dropped him on his head, right? Yeah, it was like um it was almost like uh, Michinoku driver. Mm-hmm. But he he he, it was close. You know, maybe they were just professionals and they nailed it, but it it looked really close. And if you can do that and you can make it to where it's safe, but it still looks badass, then credit to you. He was hitting me that hard. I try and kill him too. Well, to be fair, if anybody hit me with like the weakest thing, I'd be like, "Ow, don't fucking hit me." <laughs> They'd like uh, do a Titus O'Neil shove, and I'm like, "This hurts." <laughs> Tony, we can hit with like that little like slap that Jason Jordan and. Yeah, uh, Dash Wilder were doing at the beginning of the match. One of the wacky waving tube guys would accidentally hit me, and I'd be like, "Referee, <laughs> I think I'm oh, bleeding. I need to stop the match." Where's the doctor that's gonna check me? <laughs> where's Doctor Chris Amon? <laughs> Let's move on here to uh, Drew was bringing up the women's division. We had Bailey defending her title against Asuka. Asuka came out with the win here, new women's champion. And Wago, I know that you're super high on Asuka. So, go ahead, rain praise. She is just amazing in every aspect. My favorite women's wrestler I think they've ever had. So, that's not saying much. They've had a lot of shitty women. Um, but she, they nailed it tonight. And they had a hard act to follow, but hats off to them. They kept the fans involved. I thought this match was going to fall flat in its face. Uh, surprised to hear the... Um, Hey, Bailey chance come back again, though. I guess it's probably because uh, some of the British audience flying over for Mania. Well, I've been noticing on a couple episodes of NXT that the crowd seems to be really trying to give, like, everybody their own distinct chant. Like, uh, with Apollo Crews, it's, Let's go, Apollo! Let's go, Apollo! Yeah. I like that. Save the Gables. Yes, <laughs> and the, uh, singing his, uh, version of the Kurt Angle theme. Gable! Gable! <laughs> <laughs> oh, just forgot to mention it. Like, um, you know what? Just went out of my head. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> awesome insight. Yeah, I forgot to mention it. So yeah, yeah I forgot go. to mention it, and then during the process of trying to remember, I also it. forgot to remember what I was forgetting to mention. Uh, so, Dane, this was the fun. first match you were able to check out, correct? Yeah, this is definitely the first match I watched. Now, you didn't have the burden of going through this the way that some other people were kind of going, where we saw that the crowd kind of died off a little bit. They were tired from the Nakamura match. 
you were going straight into this one. So what was uh, your reaction to this being the first match of the night, essentially, for you? I was definitely entertained. They had those, to me, I think it's corny, like the Bailey chance. I don't get the whole Bailey thing. I mean, to me, she's like 14 years old. What? <laughs> this Oscar girl, I don't know if she's 51 or 21. I can't even tell. But it's definitely an entertaining match. It's probably the first full women's match I've watched probably since like Ivory and China, like back in the day. But uh, I like Ivory first, and China. Yeah, what really caught my eye was that Bailey, it was kind of a form of the Rings of Saturn. And I was like, wow. And then there's a, the Oscar lock looked to me like a cross faced chicken wing. So that got me entertained. But they were both really good. I mean, I was impressed. And I'm not one to say that the women are entertaining, but both were really good. Told a good story. So, so Peyton, or who wants to chime in there? Don't get I, excited. I, <laughs> I just wanted to chime in, chime in about one thing. Whenever Oscar does kicks and it hits anyone in the tits, I feel like that really fucking hurts. Uh, you can tell great. Bailey's like blocking it more than like a guy for, for obvious reasons. Yeah, but still. Whenever I've ever seen a girl, got someone punch a girl in the boob, they always freak out and just cry about it hurting. I just imagine shit like that hurts. Yeah, something like that. Well, Baden, I know that you're, uh, you were talking earlier about the comparisons between the Nakamura match and the Bailey and uh, Banks match. How would you rank the Asuka-Bailey match versus Bailey and Banks? I don't think that's even something to be done. I mean, that's just a match that was just went out there and was one of the most kick-ass matches of all time. That wasn't necessarily what this match was trying to be. That wasn't what the story that had to be told here was. It wasn't two of the greatest combatants of all time going out there and having a Donnybrook. This was Asuka is this badass, undefeated bitch that's coming in here and taking over the woman that has captured everybody's hearts, and she's going to take her down. And, you know, Bailey had a never-say-die attitude, but in the end, she couldn't make it. So that's the story that was told. And it was told to perfection. Uh, Asuka is a huge, huge force in the future of women's wrestling. And that's saying something when you have so many awesome talents throughout both rosters right now. Um, I, I don't, I, I have a bad feeling this is going to be a short run for her. Like she's, she's going to lose it to like Nia Jax Nia or something Jax, relatively yep. soon. Uh, but that's fine because she'll probably come up to the main roster soon as well. I, I don't think it's she? long for her. How old is she? I don't care. Just curious. Like, I can't tell. I can't tell. Well, you can look at her Wikipedia. Same Asuka way you do for everybody else. Is 34. It's a trap! <laughs> In comparison, Bailey's 26, so there's almost well a 10 year gap between them. <laughs> well done. <laughs> So, who thinks Bailey's going to the main roster within the week? Like, popping up on Monday Night Raw or so? I don't. I want to be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> up at one seven game, cool. But uh, here I'll go. I, I want to put money on her possibly debuting on the main roster. I, just because she lost the title doesn't mean she's going to be down there for a little while chasing it back, you know? Having a little one-off with Asuka. Brian the Brain saying that he thinks that she's coming up uh, throughout the week. I don't think she's popping up Monday, or for that matter, Sunday. Tuesday. But I do think by, say, eh, she's going to pop up Thursday on SmackDown. Maybe like Money in the Bank or so, I could see her being moved up. 
They give her a little bit more time where she has a couple more tapings that they can milk out of her where, you know, we can do like another rematch between them. She fails to end up beating Asuka to win the title back. And then by that time, another pay-per-view or so goes by. They they push payback. They push, uh, it was comes after that, Extreme Rules. And then I think Money in the Bank is after that. So around that time, I think is when she's going to be showing up. But it actually depends quite a bit on if Enzo, Cass, and Carmella show up because they might not want to bring two Divas up at the same time. And you know what? Bailey might just stick around for a while anyway. Who cares? Uh, but positives for that match as well. That takes us into the final match of the card, which was Finn Balor successfully defending his title against Samoa Joe. Got to talk about the elephant in the room here. Samoa Joe gets a cut above his eye. That's not nice to call Samoa Joe an elephant. <laughs> wow. Well, he did do that stomp at the beginning of this, which is awkward as all hell. That was an awkward, badass. Uh, we had um, the the biggest thing with this whole thing, though, was the referee and the trainers repeatedly stopping the match, and some people were getting really like upset about that. I actually kind of liked it a little bit to an extent because it brought something different to the table. And it was like the crowd was getting like all pissed, and they were kind of like, it, it sort of built up a little oh, bit on, more energy. To cut you off right there. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I liked the idea that they did oh, this hold on. because okay. eventually you get a little bit annoyed. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna do it again right there. <laughs> No, that like the crowd could have been dead after those two matches. The Nakamura one, when we led into that, it took a little bit for them to get into the whole uh, Asuka match. So having that little bit of a break got them to kind of be like, oh, God damn it. And they started getting riled up. And then, you know, by the time that they got back into the action, people were fir- uh, firmly into the match again. So, yeah, I mean, they could have had a great match, even better if it wouldn't have been the case. But I think a lot of people are going to be bitching about it more than they should. And Wago, I know that you are in like uh, similar agreements where they were all able to pick it back up after that and it didn't really kill the match or anything like we've seen before. Yes and no. I said that up until the ending of the match and it fucking ended with some shitty-ass pin. Now that, I have to agree, that was disappointing. I figured that this was leading to, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, to Joe just being like, he's such a badass and he ends up going through all this crap and he's pissed and then he just beats Finn Balor. You see, I wouldn't have been disappointed. Like, I wasn't disappointed that Joe didn't win. I was disappointed how the match ended. Uh, The momentum had been cut off so many times to the point where I was getting frustrated and they finally brought it back. They finally brought the fans into it and then it was just done. It's always a little awkward when a main event ends with just kind of like a sort of random-ass pin. Kind of like Sting and uh, Jeff Hardy at TNA, whatever. Oh God! Well, this wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it, it's ending... a shame. It's a shame this match isn't in the top two matches of the night because it had the ability to be, yep. and it was really good until it was cut off. The, and that's the, it today. And... See you guys tomorrow. Five, two, <laughs> so, Dane, your thoughts on this? <laughs> I thought the match was good, but the I mean, obviously the the cutting stuff. But that's how the WWE is nowadays. I wonder if Triple H is in the back at the gorilla position or whatever and is saying, just let him go. Just let him go. But I guess they have to intervene and fix his eye. But the ending is so – it's like, did they not watch WrestleMania 8, Rowdy Roddy Piper and Bret Hart? I mean, it's the same ending. 
I don't know how they recycle something like that over and over again. Well, the first thing I didn't think I didn't think it was just like uh, recycling of that. The first thing I thought of was just, oh damn it, that's how it ends. Like, yeah, to be honest, the first thing I didn't go, fucking hell, that's Roddy Piper and Bret Hart. Right there. <laughs> the nerve of them recreating a thing from twenty years ago. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of. I guess because Piper was my favorite when I was a kid. But that was my that is exactly what New I place. thought. I was like, oh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and Bret Hart from WrestleMania Eight. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> it was also the ending to an AJ Styles and Samoa Joe match. AJ Styles. Uh, Drew, what do you think about the whole situation with the title? Do you think that this should have been a good time for the belt to transition to somebody else, or is there any kind of future for another Joe and Balor match? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up doing it one more time, but both times that they fought, Finn Balor has won by pinfall each time, and it wasn't just like a sneaky roll-up or anything like that. They, they were decisive pins, so I, I, w- I want to put bet that they would fight again, but I wouldn't complain if they did. I almost want them to do this on an episode of NXT just to give us the match we should have got. I'm that if I'm pissed about anything, it's just that this it ended randomly and it felt very short compared to the two previous matches. I wouldn't be too shocked if one of the next episodes of NXT they have Joe come out and he's like, "That's bullshit." They kept stopping the match. If they would have let me do that, I would have beat the crap out of you and you wouldn't have won. And let's have another rematch because they got to assume that some people are going to be a little bit upset about it. Dude. But I thought that one of the best parts about this whole match was a uh, chant that we got, which was "Let Joe bleed," <laughs> and uh, what was it? The uh, PG sucks. I thought that, that was interesting. Aiden, should they have just thrown out the uh, the rule book and just let them do it, or was this an instance where, yeah, it sucks that they had to do it, but they got to stick by their guns? You know, I don't quite remember them making such a big deal when Nakamura was bleeding. So maybe the cut true. just wasn't as bad. I guess what do you get hit in the nose that that usually yeah. stops bleeding relatively quickly. I, so they I probably the, weren't as worried about it. I think the issue was that it was near the eye. And if you get too much blood in the eye, it could lead to potential bleeding. I think that was the thing they're more worried about out of the two. So basically, if you want to juice in WWE, you got to be hit in the nose. I guess. Talk to Flair. So what would you guys say was your favorite match of the night? Steven, I'm going to start off with you. I don't know why I called you Steven instead of Aiden. That was a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah, it's weird when, like, when I call Peyton Mike now and again, I'm like, ugh. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, imagine if I said, all right, on the line, we've got Steven, and we've got Michael, and, and we've got Drew. White. <laughs> <laughs> really, out of all of us, I'm the only one that goes by their first name. I'm pretty positive I call all of you guys by your last name. Shut up, Andy. But, Waco, what would you say is your favorite match of the night? Obviously, Nakamura versus uh, Sami Zayn. I mean, it was epic. It was a five out of five star match. Uh, Meltzer will probably give it a two because he's a hack, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was fucking epic. Uh, there's people in the chat right now. Tell me what your favorite match of the night is. We're going to go around the rest of the panel here, but in the meantime, uh, toss those in the chat and I'll read them off a little bit later on. Dan, you obviously missed most of them, but as far as the two that you did see, got a favorite between the two? I would say a tie. I mean, they're both really good. I was entertained by both, but I'm sure the Zane and Nakamura match will have me saying that that was the best match of the night. I'm going to watch that after this. Uh, Michael? <laughs> I'm going to keep that going now. Yes. Your favorite match of the night? It would absolutely be Shinsuke Nakamura versus El Generico. Oh, man. Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> and El Generico are the best match. 
his promo with the piano. No, uh, the promo. The promo. No, there's nothing better than if the IC champion right now was just Kevin Steen. <laughs> that dude's a dork, yo. <laughs> and, uh, be you, nerd. <laughs> uh, Drew, your favorite match of the night. Definitely going to be Nakamura and Zayn. And and like Wago said, Meltzer might have gave it a 2 out of 5. Bret Hart gave it a 4 out of 10. Uh, let's see. Ben Guest says Nakamura Zayn easily the best. Although most matches were great. Crichton says definitely Nakamura Zayn was my favorite. Also the tag and the women's title and Joe Finn. The whole event was great. Totally agree with that. I really like this whole event. Uh, my favorite match of the night, it's going to be Nakamura Zane. Uh I did like every match to certain capacities. I think my least favorite was probably Aries Corbin. But <clears throat> even that, not to say that I didn't like the match or anything. Uh, you know, it's still better than some of the matches that we normally get on, you know, Monday Night Raw or on, I would assume, on SmackDown. I don't fucking watch SmackDown. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is going to take me into the next thing where, um, uh, Brian the Brain also saying uh, Nakamura and Sami Zayn. Now, last question I have for you guys. This is going to put a lot of uh, pressure on WrestleMania once again. We had SummerSlam, Brooklyn outshining the SummerSlam pay-per-view. Is WrestleMania going to be a better pay-per-view on par, or is it going to look weak in comparison to TakeOver? <laughs> Peyton? Peyton, I'll start off with you. There's a chance. I mean, you got to consider the star power that WrestleMania has, the fact that it's going to be an arena that's, like, what, 10 times the size of where they were tonight? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be so quick to discount it. This was a kick-ass show, and I think you'll be hard-pressed to find a single match at WrestleMania that'll be better than that nakamura Sammy match. But overall, the event could still be better. I don't know, that Divas tag match. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank God that's on the pre-show, then. It looks like they're trying to rearrange some of the pre-show things again, too, which is just like, oh, God damn it, you can't fucking From what it. I understand, the the Battle Royal is now on the main show. Yeah, I read That's that so, as well. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm up for that. Why not? As long as that does, doesn't mean that they're, like, cutting another match or something. Well, unless it's, it's the tag match. It's only 20 men now. I don't know if we're going to get a chance to talk about it anywhere else, but there's been lots of rumors about certain people being healthy enough to enter that Battle Royal now. Who? John Cena. I've heard both John Cena and Cesaro. Huh. That'd be interesting. Cool if it was Cesaro that eliminated <laughs> Cena. I... You gotta imagine if either of them shows up, I oh, mean, especially Cena, fucking winning it. The only thing about that, it's not like a Royal Rumble where, like, you'll be like, oh, number 30. You know, John Cena will have to, like, be in the ring, you know, as they come. Well, they can have everyone else come out and then have the music play. Yeah, and they'll be like, I, I tell you oh, what. Fuck. Yeah. Tell you what might end up being a good idea if somebody like a John Cena shows up. When they usually do the battle royals, pretty much everybody comes to the ring, and it's like during a time where they're cutting to a commercial or something like that. If they do that as the first match of the night, and they sort of introduce everybody while they're doing like video packages or whatever, and you do like the last three or four people, and a big, big, oh. uh, big enough names like who's the biggest name that's in there right now? Big show, a big show, yeah. <laughs> Like, if they do, like, Kane, Big Show, all the social outcasts come out at the same time, and then just when you think that that's, like, pretty much the end, then John Cena's theme hits, and that's, like, one of the first things of the uh, whole show. I think we might be missing an obvious place where he could be in this card. 
if the handicap match with the New Day is still four on three, if he could even decide for the New Day, I mean, he was la- he got put out by the League of Nations. Ooh, Ooh, that's good. I mean, wouldn't that be the best fit for him? No, but- I think I think the best fit for, for him would be invoking his Super Cena card and putting himself in the WWE Championship match, and then giving it to AJ Styles. Yeah, something like that. I think it could work. He's gonna come out as Shane McMahon. <laughs> no. <laughs> with, the, with the baseball jersey on. Yeah, everything like that. Um. So, Peyton, you you gave your opinion about whether or not that can match up. We go WrestleMania versus Takeover. What's going to end up looking like the better show in the end? Yeah, WrestleMania can't fucking touch this. Um, I doesn't mean it won't be a good good card, but I'm no way I'm going to uh, enjoy anything from Mania nearly as much as I enjoyed Nakamura versus Sami Zayn and. That was worth the price for of admission tonight. Um, the, price, the price of admission. You're sitting there in your fucking house. No, I mean, like, it's worth the fucking network. It's worth your ticket if you sat there. It was an epic match. Um, as far as WrestleMania goes, it's got a few matches, and which I'm looking forward to. Shane vs. Taker, Dean Ambrose vs. Brock Lesnar, but and Styles vs. Jericho. But other than that, everything is kind of hit or miss. Who is uh, Jericho fighting? AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, what do you think? Is WrestleMania going to match TakeOver, or is it just too high up there and they're not going to be able to quite do it? Uh, uh, to me, WrestleMania is the big leagues. NXT is the minors, so I'm always going to be more excited for WrestleMania than a random TakeOver event. To be fair, you didn't watch Nakamura for a scene. No, I'm, I mean, that's only one match. I mean, come on. Shane McMahon's going to jump off the big screen that hangs over Cowboy Stadium. And then That's what I'm saying, man. Like, there was a lot of cool matches tonight, but in two years, are any of us going to remember American Alpha versus The Revival? But like, we're probably going to remember is, a lot of stuff that could potentially happen like, at WrestleMania. This is WrestleMania. This isn't Capital Punishment, you know? Capital Punishment was a pretty good show. Actually, it was a very good show, and our <laughs> yeah. truth actually did very well in his main event role. Oh, give me a break. That was terrible. Wait, was that the one Christian Warner lost? Uh, who's gonna remember no, Capital no. Punishment? Just yeah, me and uh, I think Our Christian lost that John one. John Cena was the main event. Get the hell out of here. Our truth did very well around that time, and Jesus. Yeah, you're just a miserable. Oh, uh, come on, uh, come on. <laughs> the pigeons, dude. That was uh, Randy Orton defeated Christian. Okay. Oh, you mean that, that, that was a really worst, good? You mean that, that really the worst awesome pay per view of all time, right there? <laughs> was it the pay per view where he spit in his mouth, or was that Money in the Bank? That was uh, when they were playing Ookie Mouth back. I think that was Money in the Bank. That was awesome. That's a great way to keep the title or win the title. I would have oh, wow. I was just <laughs> looking at this card right now. Alberto Del Rio defeated Big Show by technical knockout. I don't remember this at all. Ezekiel Jackson defeated Wade Barrett. That's when he won the uh, Intercontinental title? Yeah, that was during the core days. Huh. Well, or the split up of the core, I guess it would have been. Core. Forgot. Oh, we're so good. Man, Ezekiel Jackson was only ever good for being Brian Kendrick's bodyguard. He sucked after that. Mm. Uh, last up, Drew, what do you think? Is WrestleMania going to top TakeOver? Probably not, but it's possible. Last year, not many people were high on WrestleMania going into it, and they proved everyone wrong by having one of the best, WrestleMania, uh, best WrestleManias of all time out of it. So I, I wouldn't doubt them, but... That that takeover, this takeover was really, really awesome. So it might be pretty fucking difficult, but if the right things go in WWE's way, it's definitely possible for it to be better. 
All right, guys. Well, uh, actually, I didn't say what I was going to say about that. Um, WrestleMania, not going to be as good if you look match by match, but overall, it's going to be more important. Like, uh, I think it was Peyton that had said that. Uh, make sure you guys leave your comments below if you're listening to this on YouTube and tell us what you thought of NXT TakeOver Dallas and all the other opinions that we threw out there. If you think WrestleMania is going to be better, toss that in there as well, what your favorite match of the show was, and uh, what do you think they're going to do with these titles going forward as well. The last thing we have to do is just go around the panel right now and just give out, uh, give out some plugs for anything that we got going on. Drew, what do you got? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Joseph White, and you can go to my YouTube, which is Mick Frickin' Duncan. Dane, anything you want to promote? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Dane Quinn, D-A-N-A-Q-U-I-N-N. And I just appreciate what you guys do. You guys are really entertaining and fun to talk to about wrestling. Funny enough, we're going to have Imposter Dane Quinn pop up next time. <laughs> you guys need to bring back uh, that one. Yeah, that ain't yeah. yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> the, he who shall not be named. That's Baltimore. Wago, any plugs you want to put out? At Stephen Wago on Twitter. That's Stephen spelt with a P-H. Stephen. <laughs> Stephen. And Michael, <laughs> you want to put out there as well. If you enjoy listening to us talk wrestling, join us every single Monday following Raw here on MegapowersRadio.com and find me playing video games almost every night of the week on Twitch at M-R-P-A-T-E-N. That's Mr. Payton. And keep paying attention to SmartCoutMoment.com, everybody, because we've got the WrestleMania coverage coming up in a little bit over a day now that it's uh, technically Saturday. I don't know if we're going to be doing anything for the Hall of Fame. Probably not, because it's fucking Hall of Fame. Who cares? But <laughs> if it ends up happening, we will let you know on the fan page on Facebook and on the website as well. And uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Give us a like on YouTube. Follow us all over social media on all those different platforms. Follow Fanboys Anonymous as well. And myself at Tony Mango and at A Mango Tree. And we've got not only that WrestleMania live coverage, but the post-show that'll be popping up after that as well. We're going to be exhausted because it's like a fucking 19-hour show, apparently. <laughs> but we want you guys to be uh, joining in on the live discussion for that on Mixler. Thank you to all the people listening on Mixler right now, live with us. And that'll be it. So this has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out. <laughs>